Hello, and welcome to Humans of Agape, a new podcast by Agape Europe. We are a community of people who make Jesus known, so lives are changed, and Europe is transformed. We want to bring spiritual hope and help to people from all walks of life. I am your host, my name is Jochen Geck, I work in the student movement in Montpellier in the south of France, and I'm really curious to hear about what God is doing across Europe. So this is what this podcast is all about. I interview people who are in staff with Agape and ask them about what God is doing in their lives and ministries. In today's episode, I get to talk to Renata Ramonuskaite from Lithuania. Hello, Renata. Hello, Johan. It's great to talk to you. It's good to talk to you too. Renata, tell me, what is it you do with Agape? Yes, so uh, I work in Lithuania, which is very difficult for me to pronounce in English <laughs> uh, because of TH. But I'm, I'm national director of Agape in Lithuania. And I also uh, help student ministry in other two countries in Europe, which is Norway and Luxembourg. That sounds like there's a lot to juggle. How do you pronounce Lithuania in Lithuanian? Lietuva. Lietuva. That definitely sounds easier for a non-English speaker. Let's break down your roles a little bit so I can understand them. <laughs> um, if I understand correctly, as a national director for Lithuania, you oversee everything that Agape does in this country, right? Yes, that is true. I oversee everything that is happening. And I'm also involved um, part-time with uh, our internet ministry. Okay, so of all that you oversee in Lithuania, what, what is happening and what is God doing in Lithuania? Well, I think it's, I always see God at work a lot. And that's what I think really motivates and helped me to move forward. For example, a very recent, recent example is that this last weekend, we had a women's gathering, a significant women's gathering, in south of Lithuania. And so it started because one of the pastors invited to do a, a gathering for women, or maybe 30 women or so, but this gathering grew, grown up to 130, 150 women. Wow. Honestly, I, I'm still surprised. I'm still kind of like, don't expect that, but it happens. And so um, I always kind of thought like, oh, there's a lot happening to women. Every church does something for women and women are active uh, in so many different levels. But somehow, you know, it seems like a core deep uh, need for women have not met uh, like a, their identity. I guess, you know, just freedom in their identity to to minister to others. And, and this is where actually Agapus Women Ministry have met the need. So every time there's something happening uh, with women's ministry, we see uh, great results. So that, that is just one example. Another would be an art ministry. So we, we have started last May an art ministry. We started from a small group of artists and 20, 20 people said they will come. 30 showed up. Usually 20 say hmm. that they, they, they come and 10 come. You know, <laughs> 20 say, I'll come and 10 come. What's and the so, secret? Uh, I think uh, in the last few years, the way God has led us is that basically we are joining when he's already at work. Hmm. So where he's already opening the door and, and we're just stepping in to where he prepared already people and puts on their heart a similar vision and similar desires. 
That sounds like the right secret. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was the same of Internet Ministry, which we will celebrate. We're celebrating five years of, of living in JesusNet. We started with gatherings, those who have interest uh, in reaching the country through Internet. And it just was the right time. It was the mm. right time, and we have seen great results. It was hard work, but also great results. Actually, just right before, I was meeting with a lady who had become a Christian for our internet ministry, and now we're meeting face-to-face. Wow. So, um, so yeah, we do see God at work, and, and we can celebrate and rejoice because He can do this, and we can, we can join Him in what He's doing. I kind of cut you off earlier when you mentioned the art ministry, and I'm very much interested in that because we talked a little bit about art ministry happening in Paris in the last episode with Josh Lee. What does art ministry in Vilnius look like? Mm -hmm. So it is actually a, an initial stage, and we, you know, our ministry actually was learning from Josh Lee and <laughs> his team how they do it. And so basically, our desire is to gather. Christian artists uh, from every branch is with the classical musicians or jazz musicians or visual arts or dancing, you know, would it be contemporary dancing, modern or classical uh, dance, you know, basically any expression of art. And our staff who is coordinating it, she's hosting a monthly gathering, uh, which actually not just for one city, it's actually artists from different cities gathering and talking and discussing how are they combining their church and art uh, and at the same time also how can they minister to the city to others through art and so we're hoping we actually our staff has just submitted a project proposal for the city we usually in the city have culture night and so mm -hmm. when so many just um, cultural activities happening just on one Saturday night or Saturday day. And so we submitted asking to do a creative church. Okay. So we're waiting for response. But despite what response we will have from the organizers, we still will do creative church. Even if we don't say we don't get green light on that night, we will do another night. So that's something for, that we want to do for the city. Okay. What, what is that creative church? Creative church. Okay, so it's not a church like, you know, we're starting a new church. Okay. Uh, it's kind of like an artist way to experience the gospel. When there is a message, there is visual arts, there is music, there is, can be poems. So it's kind of like intellectual and artist uh, in a different way how we experience God. So it's kind of a church service, but with music and with art and okay. with dance as well. Because we have really good dancers in our group. Okay. You kind of have taken the words out of my mouth because I wanted to ask you about the city of Vilnius. I recently read on the Agape Europe website about you guys doing a city workshop. So there are lots of things happening in the city of Vilnius. Tell me more about that. Mm -hmm. So uh, we as Agape have been talking for many years about the city. And, you know, and sometimes we, we some, maybe some cities made a program, some cities uh, didn't. And many of us, we, we love Vilnius. Uh, we live here. It is, it is a beautiful city. But because uh, with encouragement of Agape Europe, we actually, I feel like this is the first time when we made a step kind of seriously to see some things happening. And God had already prepared the way because there are different groups and different pastors 
that have been influenced by Tim, Timothy Keller, Pastor Timothy Keller, with his vision on the city. And so we, uh, we have hosted, with the help of Agape Europe City team, a city workshop end of October. And that's a place where basically we invited leaders from different organizations and also different churches. So we had, I think, 16 different groups represented. And I think this is just a first step. Um, as um, I would say, we started from inviting pastors, with pastors are busy people, so, you know, only, only three could come. But they did send the representatives, which is actually, I was really happy about it because they send people who actually make things happen. So um, as a result from that city workshop, uh, we have five people who have met a couple of times to think what are the next steps? How do we move forward? So how do you move forward? Well, our desire that it would be movement. We don't want just a strategy. We don't want another organization that we have a, a structure, you know, and, a, and control. We want it to be a movement uh, that make a difference in the city. And our desire is basically, and what we need also, we see that there would be available information about what is already happening in the city. Because mm -hmm. there are lots of small initiatives that is happening, but we often don't know about each other. So one thing is that we want somehow to create a space where information would be available at the right time. The second thing that we see is also how do we enhance and help uh, people who already do some uh, some work in the city. And we do take actually the, the gates, the vision of gates that Agape Europe talks and about how do we help people working in different gates meet and how can they actually help each other, support, pray, share what they do. And the third step is how do we actually empower, encourage, equip uh, professionals uh, when talk about professionals, it could be any group. But right now, currently, you are taking a step and thinking like, how do we help professionals to start spiritual conversation in the workplace? How they can take a lunch and talk about spiritual conversation with their colleagues? And how the, can the, this, you know, encourage, you know, multiple groups and, you know, anyone who is in a professional um, field? And so we're hoping to have either in April or May a gathering of some professionals who could start this conversation and who would be praying, talking what, what resources, what materials, what are the needs, how can they start doing from different angles and with different groups. So uh, we're also talking about next gathering of our Vilnius and uh, what uh, and we don't have a program yet. But I hope it can happen and it could just influence something more significant. And yes, we, I would say, um, at initial stage, bringing groups together. Mm -hmm. So things are happening in the city. But how do we see the whole picture? How do we, do we put all the puzzles together? You know, something that is important so we can move forward and where we can see the needs. And also, how can we help meet those needs? Mm -hmm. That sounds like you have... A bunch of very concrete next steps. I'm very impressed. Did all of that come out of that initial city workshop? Yes, we actually had concrete, uh, concrete steps, which I was also thankful about it. Uh, actually, there's, there's one more step. It was politicians, which currently we see like, okay, I see maybe, you know, this step we need to 
postponed for the next year, or maybe it will happen this this year as well. But we wanted to make the connection with the city government. However, to do that, it's just another. It's it's a unique way, you know, like to to connect with politicians. That's um, it requires a bit, maybe a different approach than just any other professional group. Hmm. Well, that's true. It seems to me like you guys have a very wide view of the city and of what's happening in the city. If you think of people, our listeners maybe, living in different cities in Europe, maybe people who have their city on their heart and want to see God at move in their city, what would be your advice for them? I would say like first, you know, discover what God has put on your heart. So what, what, what are your desires to see God to do in the city? And what are your strengths? And and then check it out already is something happening in that area. Uh, and then either join or look for someone who is like-minded and you, you could start together. So if you're an initial step, and I think probably there are many listeners who are much more ahead of me and uh, Vilnius team and the, what is happening in the Vilnius in their city. But in general, I think, Every small step should start with thinking what God has put on your heart mm -hmm. and how can you use your gifts the best and who is who is somebody else who is, has the same vision. What I heard in what you shared about what's happening in Vilnius, that unity seems to be a big part of that. So your advice is to also find like-minded people. How could unity be more on the forefront of what our listeners could do? It's unity is tricky. I would say I am a fan to go to move forward to those who want to move forward. Mm -hmm. To look for those who want to partner and who want to, to work together and who have similar vision. Because uh, I think we can come in unity to love each other, to talk about Jesus, but we, there will not be always unity in how we express and how we do it. So I would say we can't do, we can't work in the city, Agape. We can't do it on our own. We mm -hmm. actually uh, need to come as peers on an equal level with others. And there are smarter people <laughs> than us, <laughs> but we can help them, you know, mm -hmm. also. So I, I would say go with those who want to go, who want mm -hmm. to move forward, you know. But in general, partnering and, co and working together, I think it is important uh, because we can't do it on our own. It's also express just the beauty of the body of Christ, how different we are. When it comes to unity, and I, I think it's so important that we would not speak bad about each other. Hmm. You've mentioned your country that you seem very fond of a couple of times. Tell me a little bit more about Lithuanian culture. How do you see Jesus in Lithuanian culture? Uh, one of the things that come to my mind is creativity. You know, I think our God is creative. And he created uh, Lithuania as a nation, a creative nation. Okay. Um, and also um, hospitality. Of course, I think our hospitality is different than in South. But uh, Lithuanians like to be hospitable. Mm -hmm. And I think that also um, reflects who is Jesus. What does Lithuanian gospel hospitality look like? 
So we like, uh, so uh, if we would not get to know foreigners, you know, we'd like to invite them to our home and cook a meal and make sure you're not hungry and drive you around to, to show you, to show you our country. Make sure we will pick you up in the airport, you know, <laughs> and just, uh, just be, be nice to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Lithuanians like to, like to do that. Well, Lithuanians in general, we're actually quite stubborn. We are persistent. We can endure, mm-hmm. we can endure a lot. And okay. that, that can be negative and positive, both. And how do you see the gospel in that? Well, uh, you know, God never gives up on us. You know, he is the chance of second and third and 120 <laughs> times. He gives us chance again and again, you know, to, to stand up and, and follow him. He gives uh, a chance to hear the gospel again and again to a person and, you know, draw someone's attention who is actually turning away, you know. So, you know, I think we, as uh, in that way, you know, kind of reflecting God's character, not giving up and being perseverant and enduring during the hardships, you know, that's what he invites us and calls us, um, calls us to do. Oh, I think that's really beautiful. The Lithuanian persistency compared to to God never giving up on us. I, I really like that. I think that's what we can learn from you guys. Yeah. I would like to get back to something you mentioned at the very beginning. You told me about your various roles at the beginning with internet ministry and women's ministry and overall leadership and then student movements in different countries. Um, can you share with us of all the ministries you juggle, um, how God has been at move in your life and ministry lately? Well, God is teaching me and helping me grow in involving Him in just every daily moment and kind of like in in my daily life. Mm-hmm. How do I live life experiencing Him through the day? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that based on feelings, that I have to, you know, experience Him in some kind of special way. But now, but to grow in realization that He's mm-hmm. with me. And I think that's what it makes difference, you know, when I have, I'm realizing that I, it's, not, it's not just me, it's me and Jesus. And he's inviting me to do this, or he's going ahead of me, and I am following him. And I am asking the the wisest person that ever lived on the earth, who can give me any answer about anything. So basically, I am learning how to live a life with a deep realization that Jesus is always with me. Hmm. It. I think it's. I will be learning that all my life. <laughs> <laughs> But helps you realize that in your everyday life? Mm-hmm. I think simple things, getting up in the morning and saying, good morning, <laughs> good morning, Jesus. <laughs> and, um, and also just kind of refocus my attention. Mm-hmm. I can get so involved in what I do that I forget why I do it. Mm, and so, yeah. so, so have just even seconds or moments kind of like re- refocusing and remembering that Jesus is here and he's mm. with me and why I'm doing what I'm doing. 
And so it's it's simple things. It's really simple things as recognizing him's presence, talking to him. And if another thing that is what is, I think, important is have an expectancy, an expectant heart huh. that he is uh, that he is with me, but not to expect how he is with me, how he will meet or how he will show up, but have an expectant heart that, yes, he's here because he has promised. Yes, definitely. And... I like the idea of just trying to remember all the time, but by making little breaks from time to time, why we're doing what we're doing. That has become important to me lately too, that I want to be in this continuous conversation with Jesus. I want my prayer not to be prayer times, even though those are important, but for any other best friend, taking him along and everything I do would be really weird. If I took him along and not spoke with him at all, but I want to really share what I'm living, the good things and the bad, in conversation with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, thank you. As we're coming to the end of this, do you have something for our listeners to take away, an idea, if they remember one thing of all the great things you shared with us that you want them to take away? I think it's something that I'm reminding myself Like in, in the Gospel of Mark, you know, when Jesus was prayed all night before he, he selected his disciples. And he said, like, he invited disciples to be with himself, for himself, mm. and then to preach the Gospel. But first of all, that he invited us to himself and for himself to be with him. And that, you know, to, to remember that, first of all, we are his disciples And so he invited us to be with him so we would become like him. So kind of like really take time to to refocus so we don't lose our hearts and our focus from Jesus. And also to, uh, you know, I want to invite the same to grow in our awareness of Jesus' presence because that's otherwise I think ministry or even a Christian life can become too heavy and too burdened mm -hmm. because we're trying to do it on our own. You know, without realizing that actually Jesus is the one who's living through us and that experience that realizing that Jesus with us changes our our perspective. Also, we shift the burdens <laughs> on the right person, you know, on Jesus, not, not just caring ourselves. Amen. I like that. Renata, thank you very much for all you shared with us and for your time. And thank you, Johan. Be blessed. Blessings to you too. That was Renata Ramonuskaite. She's Agape's national director in Lithuania. Find Agape Europe on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or check out our website agapeeurope.org. I'm Jochen Geck and this is Humans of Agape. See you next time. <laughs>